Do you want to stop yelling and have your child listen to? Well, I have exciting news for you. If you're hearing this right now, it means that the doors to mindful parenting are open at mindfulparentingcourse.com. This only happens for a limited time, and it may be perfect for you if you want to be that patient, calm parent, but you're afraid of being walked all over, you're losing it, and you want to be that steady, peaceful parent, you don't have a cohesive method, and you take in bad advice like just count to one, two, three. Mindful parenting is an evidence-based system that not only teaches you how to calm your reactivity, but offers you a ton of personal guidance. A lot of other parenting coaches talk about the best way to respond to your child, but guess what? They don't walk you through the research-proven practices that it really takes to create changes that actually last. Mindful parenting teaches you the specific steps to create cooperative, loving relationships for life. In Mindful Parenting, you can learn how to stay calm, even if you find yourself shouting hourly now. Be present for your child no matter what they're going through. Resolve conflicts easily without yelling or taking away the iPad. Set limits without your child resenting you for days afterward. And build trust between you and your child so that you avoid misery in the teen years. The doors are open now at mindfulparentingcourse.com. Unlike other programs in Mindful Parenting, we offer one-on-one coaching to every member and weekly drop-in coaching sessions. Don't wait anymore. You and your kids are worth leveling up. Go to mindfulparentingcourse.com and join now before the doors close again. That's mindfulparentingcourse.com. I'll see you there. You're listening to the Mindful Mama podcast, episode number 315. Today, we're talking about what your child needs, and it is not for you to be perfect. Welcome to the Mindful Mama podcast, now with over a million downloads. Here, it's about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. At Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have, and when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm your host, Hunter Clark Fields, Mindful Mama Mentor. I help smart, thoughtful parents stay calm so they can have strong, connected relationships with their children. I've been practicing mindfulness for over 20 years. I'm the creator of Mindful Parenting, and I'm the author of Raising Good Humans, a mindful guide to breaking the cycle of reactive parenting and raising kind, confident kids. Welcome back to the Mindful Mama podcast. So glad you are here for fun of the Friday Mindful Parenting Shorts. So good to see you again. Hey, want to know if these shorts are feeding you? Are they watering your good seeds? I really would love for you to let me know, but you can do that after you listen because today we're going to talk about how your child doesn't need you to be perfect. They actually need you to be happy. (laughs) They need you to be happy. And I want to know if you can resonate this because a lot of parents, there's a lot of stress and pressure out there. We're feeling really guilty. We're feeling very, we're terrible for the mistakes we're making or yelling. And we're trying so hard to get it right, right? We're really wanting to do our best for them. I mean, and you can't blame us, right? Like when I had now my 14-year-old Maggie, 
holy moly, did my priorities change? Like this became the most important thing in my life. And that may feel the same for you too, that this is like the most important thing in your life. It has incredible consequences, how we parent and and what we do. So no pressure or anything, right? So we really are striving hard to be perfect. And for many of us who listen, we're trained to kind of like be achievement oriented, to like get the good grades, to get it done, to make the things happen. And so that perfectionism thing can really be a strong habit. And maybe you're nodding your head right now and having that there, but your child doesn't need you to be perfect. Why not? Well, there's a couple problems. Research shows that perfectionistic tendencies tend to predict issues like depression, anxiety, and stress. And we don't parent well with that. Being self-critical, the researchers show that being self-critical can lead to depressive symptoms, but those symptoms then make the self-criticism worse. So it becomes a, a whole loop, right? And then we're not able to access our full brain. We're not able to be that calm, peaceful, easeful parent we want to be. Perfectionism is often, you know, sometimes we see it as a positive trait, right? That's going to increase our chances of success. But no, it actually really lead to a lot of self-defeating thoughts or behaviors that make it harder to achieve your goals. And I'd love for you to just check in with yourself right now. If you have some perfectionism, is that true for you? Does it does it lead to those self-critical, self-defeating thoughts that make it harder to achieve your goals that put you into that loop? We don't want that, right? It may also cause stress, anxiety, like I said, depression and other mental health issues. Basically, perfectionism is like nothing is ever good enough and never good enough and and where it's a constant state of judgment. I'm never good enough, right? So we are wanting to be perfect because it comes out of this sense of love, but then we end up feeling so terrible, so guilty. What do we want to experience instead? We want to experience ease connection, flow with our child, right? We want to feel that lovely give and take, that moment when they look at you and smile and hug and you're fully present and connected, right? That's what we want. But we're having this perfectionism, feeling terrible and guilt. So we're, why is this happening? So the reasons for this is that both that we are trying too hard and that we are not trying hard enough. Okay, so we are trying too hard to do everything right and going into that perfectionism judgment place where we're getting into this loop of self-criticism and then we try to take in all the information from here on the Mindful Mama podcast from everywhere. You may have a stack of books at home, but you don't have a clear plan or accountability. And why do we do that? There's a couple of reasons why we do that. And we tend to try too hard in a lot of ways that kind of keep us sort of multitasking and busy and distracted, but we procrastinate on investing our time and energy into what's actually really important, what's really going to move the needle, because we are both trying too hard, this perfectionist thing, but we're also not trying hard enough. We're not actually focusing our efforts on a clear path 
and investing our time and energy in a clear path and solution. Instead, we're taking in way too many sources of information. So why do we procrastinate? Why do we procrastinate on investing our time and our energy onto what's really important? Because we have trouble prioritizing what's most important. And this happens when you're facing an endless list of tasks. Maybe it's like a vague goal. I just want to parent better. I just want a better relationship, right? You'll often find yourself multitasking through, you know, you're listening to the podcast while you're folding the laundry or whatever. You're ticking up to-do lists. Uh, you're bouncing between different tasks. But when you get to the end of the week, you find yourself no, you know, and you're and you're also listening to maybe this podcast, you're finding a lot of free information from a lot of different sources. But, you know, when you get to the end of the week, you find yourself no closer to that goal of wanting to be a better parent or even worse, you might be able to, you might have just enough information to tell that you're kind of further away than you wanted to be. And you start to really question the value of it all. We're unable to say, what is more important for me to invest my energy and attention into the t- temptation is to just work on what's ever most convenient, what's easiest, what's free, or just throw up your hands and watch some Netflix or HBO. So that's one of the reasons why we procrastinate. We may also procrastinate because we are doing some emotional procrastination. We, you know, a lot of our procrastination issues, if we're procrastinating on maybe uh, like joining mindful parenting or committing your time and energy to another program or something with a clear path, it could be a, an attempt to kind of just avoid discomfort, right? Theoretically, we know. We know that we can follow a process and learn some new skills, The issue isn't a lack of capability. It's our emotional triggers kind of just driving us away from discomfort, right? Getting out of that comfort zone. So that's one reason why we may be just jumping around from place to place. And another reason why we may not be able to invest our time and energy into what's really important is a lack of motivation. If you've been meaning to join Mindful Parenting or commit to some other training, but you haven't, you're not alone. A lack of motivation can strike when it's time to start focusing or keep us from staying focused until things are done. You know, because remember, our brains are wired to seek reward in the present moment. And that's why it's so easy to eat a box of chocolates right now. The future is an unknown, right? And so this bias for present payoff can make it tricky to stay motivated through something like a program that will take weeks or months of of different practices and learning to to go through. And this, you know, this same thing goes for essential but sometimes boring tasks of learning and practicing your new skills. So that kind of work, it won't earn immediate accolades either from your from your children. Thank you, mother for calming down your stress response and learning more skillful communication. I'm feeling so grateful for you. No, no, you're not going to get that. Or your partner, right? You're not going to get that from your darling, darling. It's been two days and you've watched all those mindful parenting module one lessons. And now I just am glowing with joy and pride. No, that's not going to happen either, right? So... (laughs) A lack of feedback kind of forces us to, it kind of makes us like guesser about our own progress. So it can make it 
harder to stay on target. And then the final reason that we might be procrastinating in putting our time and energy into what's really important is too much multitasking. Um, Multitasking is a common byproduct of feeling overwhelmed. It's hard to stay focused for long enough to finish one thing when you're worried that your to-do list is turning into the next war and peace. So the temptation is to just jump from task to task. And it's easy to trick ourselves that this whirlwind of activity is the same thing as productivity. But all the time, the switching costs, right? The loss of efficiency and time it takes to reorient ourselves whenever we change tasks, they really, really add up. So what are we to do? What are we to do with all of this? Oh my goodness. So you're trying to do too much and you're you're trying too hard and you're trying not trying hard enough in some ways. So the counterintuitive fix to all this is so the perfectionism is that we really have to practice to accept our flawed humanity. We have to practice to love and accept ourselves exactly as we are. And we have to invest our time and energy into a clear process. You know, if we're just oh, I'm trying to be perfect and then I'm failing and I'm in this self-critical loop. Like we're just spinning our wheels. You're not getting anywhere. So instead, go in the mirror, put your hand to your heart, look in your eyes and say, I love and accept myself exactly as I am five times in a row. If you can't say that, may I love, may I love and accept myself exactly as I am. Practice this love and acceptance. We need that to be able to accept our kids, right? It's going to be so much more. You know, we have to accept exactly as I am, flaws and all. I'm not perfect, you guys. Like I'm practicing to accept those flaws all the time, every day. It's a daily practice, right? So we do that. We practice that we're not going to be, to accept that we're not going to be perfect, to love ourselves anyway. And we invest in a clear process and skills and tools to help that are research proven to help make things better, right? So, you know, you may be not take you know you may be right now taking in too much information and not really addressing the things that are really going to move the needle forward inside i want to tell you about a great podcast that you should check out especially if you ever deal with any school system which you probably do it's called understood explains this season of the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Ortube, and it's all about how to navigate individual education plans, also known as IEPs. And this season of Understood Explains covers topics like how to tell if your child needs an IEP and busts common myths about special education. So I checked out the episode on the difference between IEPs and 504 plans because my daughter Maggie uses a 504 plan and it was really, really helpful. It went over all the differences, which one's better, how to get them, different myths and what your rights are, all kinds of different things that you should understand if your child may need extra help in education through an IEP or a 504 plan. The tone is super helpful, friendly, and smart. I highly recommend you check it out. To listen to Understood Explains, just search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's it. Understood Explains.
When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play, and we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips. It's funny, I've been saying like a clear process because oddly enough, that clear is the acronym for the mindful parenting method. The C stands for all that inner work we do, calming, the C is the calm step, calming reactivity, creating habits that steady the heart, the mind, and the nervous system, understanding and taking care of our triggers, self-compassion, and learning fully how to take care of our difficult feelings. That's all in that calm step. Clear method continues with L, listening reflectively, creating connection. E, expressing yourself honestly and effectively, like not saying those things that don't work so well. A, attending, being present, you know, that's been shown to be the number one best thing a parent can do is really, really be present without all that perfectionism, judgment and stuff, right? To just be, that's what our kids need. They need us to be present and happy, right? And R, and the clear method is resolve, solve problems based on needs. So your child doesn't need you to be perfect. They need you to be happy. And being happy means being present, having some ease, having some flow with our kids, right? And so I invite you to do that, you know, by stopping the, you know, the the looping, the spinning your wheels, this trying too hard, taking in too much, and really instead practicing that acceptance of our imperfection and going for a clear, clear <laughs> path, right? So that clear path in mindful parenting has helped hundreds and hundreds of people. If you want to learn more about it, go to mindfulparentingcourse.com. You can get on the wait list and be informed for next time we open up the course and we have the new self-study option, which is now our most affordable option too, is there. You can learn about that. Just get on the wait list though. I hope this has been helpful. I got to go and pick up my kiddo from the bus stop. So I got to wrap this up, but I, I hope this has been helpful for you. Honestly, truly, 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 your child does not need you to be perfect. They don't. It's okay for you to make mistakes. They need you to see you make mistakes and see you recover for them. They need all that. If you were perfect, they would just feel terribly inadequate themselves because they're not going to be perfect. It's okay for us to be imperfect. It's okay. That's an old limiting belief that's just inflicted by our you know, our upbringing and stuff. So they don't, your child does not need you to be perfect. They need you to be happy, at peace, at ease. And you can do that. And it's all about just what we practice grows stronger. You have neuroplasticity, you can change, you can grow, you can water your good seeds. 
Okay, so I hope this has watered your good seeds today. Thank you, thank you so much for listening. I would love to see if you're listening. I want to know if these mini episodes are helpful to you. And I'm wishing you the best. I'm wishing you some some non-multitasking, some single-tasking, some, some downtime, some ease, so that you can have some clear thinking and all that good stuff. Okay, thanks so much for listening. Namaste. I have two kids. I have uh, Violet, who's almost four, and then I have June, who is a year and a half. As much as I sort of tried really hard to be a calm mother, <laughs> I still was having a lot of those days where I was just like, ah! Trying hard just kind of wasn't working. That's why I took the course, and I feel like it's really helped. I think what I came away with was that it doesn't have to be like a big meditation practice. If I get five minutes, I'm better that day. That day goes better for me with my kids. Like just kind of taking that moment, like that breath before reacting to her makes a huge difference for me. That feels like a win. I think it's so valuable just to take the course because part of the value for me was just connecting with the other women and hearing that like you're not alone and everyone's dealing with some version of what you're dealing with, I felt like there was a lot of personal support on the calls. I'd say definitely do it. It's really helpful. It will change your relationship with your kids for the better. It will help you communicate better. And just, I'd say communicate better as a person, as a wife, as a spouse. It's been really a positive influence in our lives. So definitely do it. I'd say definitely do it. It's so worth it. The money really is inconsequential when you get so much benefit from being a better parent to your children and feeling like you're connecting more with them and not feeling like you're yelling all the time or you're like, why isn't things working? I would say definitely do it. It's so, so worth it. It'll change you. No matter what age someone's child is, it's a great opportunity for personal growth and it's a great investment in someone's family. I'm very thankful I have this you can continue in your old habits that aren't working, or you can learn some new tools and gain some perspective to shift everything in your parenting. Are you frustrated by parenting? Do you listen to the experts and try all the tips and strategies, but you're just not seeing the results that you want? Or are you lost as to where to start? Does it all seem so overwhelming with too much to learn? Are you yearning for a community of people who get it, who also don't want to threaten and punish to create cooperation? Hi, I'm Hunter Clark-Fields, and if you answered yes to any of these questions, I want you to seriously consider the Mindful Parenting membership. You'll be joining hundreds of members who have discovered the path of mindful parenting and now have confidence and clarity in their parenting. This isn't just another parenting class. This is an opportunity to really discover your unique, lasting relationship, not only with your children, but with yourself. It will translate into lasting, connected relationships, not only with your children, but your partner too. Let me change your life. Go to mindfulparentingcourse.com to add your name to the waitlist so you will be the first to be notified when I open the membership for enrollment. I look forward to seeing you on the inside. mindfulparentingcourse.com
Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Co, and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts.